How is it going, everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you to episode 65 of The Way of the Wolf. On the show today, I'm going to be talking about how to not let social media consume you. Man, I got to say, over the past year, I've struggled with this. As I've launched the podcast and the YouTube channel and, and spent the majority of my life as it pertains to social media as a lurker trying to transition into one of a content creator to help people out. It's been it's been an interesting journey for me trying to figure out and better understand social media and all the algorithms and how it works and what to do, what not to do, all of that stuff. In recent weeks, I've been having conversations with a lot of friends and colleagues and we've been talking about social media a lot and the power of social media. Actually, last week we had Dustin Sanchez on and he was talking through how how powerful it is, how addictive it is, and how how evil it can be. I think that was his his terminology. However, it can be used for good. And that's really one of the things that that I'm trying to focus on is trying to figure out okay, how how do we use this tool for good? To help people out, to spread positivity and uplifting messages to to help people out. It can be done, but it's tricky. These applications are built and designed to suck you in and keep you addicted to them. On the show today, we're going to be talking about what that means, why this stuff occurs, and I'm going to share three tips on how to overcome it and really raise awareness to work through this. At the end of the day, I'm not going to suggest going cold turkey. This is all about balance. This tool can be used for good. So let's dive into it. I have no doubt that every single one of you that's listening to this on, on the podcast or watching it on YouTube, you have experienced a shift in your emotional state in some capacity while scrolling through your feed or while posting content. This comes from what level of engagement you get on your posts. I am very guilty of it. Whenever I create some content and end up getting hundreds of likes or views, I get pumped and excited. That, that, that dopamine hit and the excitement that comes along with it. On the opposite side, there have been instances where I posted something that I thought was fantastic and got 10 likes or 15 views and no engagement on it. It's like, well, damn, I was super pumped. We can all fall victim to this. Another thing that, that I have noticed in recent weeks is I used to have this bad habit of waking up first thing in the morning and just starting to scroll through my feed. I would lay in bed for... 20, 30 minutes and not accomplish a damn thing. Over the past probably two weeks or so, I've forced myself to not do that and just get up and start my normal routine, which is drinking a ton of water, my OptiGreens, and then going into my stretching room and stretching and foam rolling and, and things like that. These are all things that we struggle with. And I think there's, there's a few contributors to what's pulling us in. One of them is an addiction, and the other side of it is habit. I looked up the definition of social media addiction, and I'm going to go ahead and read it to all of you. 
What is considered social media addiction? Social media addiction is a behavioral addiction that is defined by being overly concerned about social media. Driven by an uncomfortable urge to log on to or use social media and devoting so much time and effort to social media that it impairs other important areas of life. Did that describe any of you? I know it has me at certain points in life. Another element here is habit. I'm not going to deep dive into it, but what I will do is recommend a very powerful book that I read probably two years ago now. It was called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Basically, it explains why habits exist and how to change them. I'll have a link to that book in the description, so please feel free to check it out. It talks through those things and then also replacing bad habits with healthier habits, talks you through it, the why behind the science and, and everything. It's a really good book. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and talk about how to break free. I am not going to recommend cold turkey. This does work for some people. Hasn't worked for me. And I know a lot of others that it hasn't worked for because inevitably there's going to be some sort of a relapse at some point in time. Now, I have met and had conversations with people that just quit cold turkey and never got back on and are happy with life. And that's that's fantastic. That doesn't always work for everybody. I think the key here is slowly reducing the amount of time that you spend on social media, replacing that habit of scrolling with healthier habits. Maybe reading, biking, kayaking, doing things in the yard, things like that. Now, the challenge is those are not very instantly gratifying things to do. It's more slow paced. Like if you if you've ever been kayaking, it's peaceful, can be serene, but you don't have that dopamine hit that comes along with seeing hundreds of likes on, on your feed. Just nowhere near as stimulating. Now, what you can do is replace social media usage with other sorts of audio and visual stimulation. I'm not talking about binging Netflix. While that can work, there are all sorts of online courses that you can take that actually teach you new skills that can be usable to further your career or just learn how to draw. If you're, if you're an artist and love making art, there are courses online that can teach you how to make art on an iPad. I mean, there's all sorts of great applications for creating art on these electronic devices I mean, iPads are really, a lot of people have them. Okay, enough of all that. Let's go ahead and dive into these three steps. One of the things that I found easiest to do, and I actually ended up doing this probably last year, going onto my phone and just turning off all social media notifications. Instead of getting those dings, multiple times a day, every single day that inevitably you're like, oh, oh, hold on. Let me see what's going on here. 
it pulls you in, just go ahead and silence all those notifications. Just turn off notifications in general. That was super simple for me. And what I found was I wasn't drawn and constantly picking my phone up to see what's going on. And whenever I would log into social media, all the notifications are there. You can go catch up through everything, but you don't have that constant hit of dopamine and constant hit trying to pull you into the application. That one's super simple. I think everybody should be able to do that very, very easily. That also prevent, I mean, it'll save your battery life, I would imagine for sure, instead of vibrating and dinging all day. Another one that I've had a little bit of a love-hate relationship with is setting app timers on your phone. I, th I have an iPhone, which it's super simple to go in and set application timers. You just go to settings, screen time, and then you can actually see charts day over day, week over week of how much time you're spending on each social media application. It'll even show you usage of all your apps. I have... Like it'll show photos, it'll show text messages. It shows you how much time you're spending on them. You can dive deeper and actually say, hey, all social media, I'm going to set a time limit of only 30 minutes a day. And once you hit that timer, it's going to pop up an alert and say, hey, you've reached your timer. Do you want to extend it or do you want to just go ahead and call it and do something more productive with your day. I think the last one, which is probably a little bit more challenging and unrealistic, is leaving your phone out of reach. Some people will do this for an entire day, especially on the weekends if they're spending time with their family. That's not very realistic for me. I, I've found that I can set my phone in the kitchen while I'm cleaning the house or doing work in the yard, which seems to be helpful and very freeing. And then I promise you, Whatever was occurring, whatever notifications you get, they're still going to be there a few hours later whenever you come back and check your phone. It's just kind of setting it to the side and making it not as easily accessible. Those three things have made a huge difference for me and have helped me out quite a bit, really you know what? Actually, I'm going to go ahead and throw in something here for extra credit. If you can't do these three things, whenever you are scrolling, make a concerted effort to only like positive things. I have a tendency to follow some politics, which get me kind of enraged at times. And what I've started forcing myself to do is not like, not comment, not engage on anything related to politics. I will like, comment, and engage on positive quotes or motivational things. Stuff like that seems to be helpful for me because it kind of controls my feed. And it allows me to only see the things that I want to see that are positive and, and uplifting. Really, this just comes down to raising awareness and knowing that there are tools in your toolbox to be able to control this. You have to know and acknowledge that it's a problem and a challenge. Once you do, you lean in, use these three tips and tricks. I promise you, you're going to start feeling better. I promise you, you will be in a much better headspace. All right, quick recap 
turn off those notifications, leverage application timers, and leave your phone out of reach. It's really all it takes. Three tips, that's how you get it done. You know what? I think I'm just going to go ahead and call it there. This is actually a, a really good episode. Admittedly, I was struggling with trying to figure out what I was going to record today. And actually, over the past few days, I've been talking with, with friends and, and people that are important to me, trying to figure out, hey, what can I create? I, I need something. And this morning, it hit me. So I started throwing all these notes together putting it, putting it down on my laptop and then trying to figure out, Hey, how can I convey this messaging? Hopefully this has been beneficial and helpful. One thing that I will ask for all of you listening or watching this on YouTube, I am so close to getting to a hundred subscribers. If you could share this out to a few people trying to get over that, that threshold so that I can get my own YouTube URL. Right now, I've done a little bit of a hack doing what's called a subdomain. And if you go to youtube.thewaythewolf.com, you'll be able to see the channel. But I would really like to have my own dedicated URL on YouTube. If this has been beneficial, helpful, please leave comments. Again, like, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening, and y'all have a good one.